What's up, everybody? It's your host, Rob Morris. You listen to the Rims and Nets podcast, episode nine. Um, this week's probably going to be a, a more shorter show. Last week, we went over, I believe we went over an hour doing the mock draft and stuff. So this will be a shorter show. Um, I'm recording this as the NBA Finals is, is on, uh, as the, ex- exactly the same time the NBA Finals is on. So I'm going to want, I want to catch the end of it. <laughs> so I'm just going to give you, you know, quick updates and stuff on what's going on, you know, in the basketball world, like I do every week. But, uh, like I said, like I just said, starting with the NBA Finals tonight, um, I believe it's in the first quarter. It just started uh, not too long ago. Um, I mean, the key matchups, I would say, that you probably would have to look out for is uh, Kyle Lowry versus Steph Curry. Um, we all know Kyle Lowry is a pretty good defender. Um, he's, you know, he can get steals. He can, he can, he can definitely, you know, use his like his shorter you know, body type or whatever, whatever you want to call it, shorty bo- shorter body type and thick frame to kind of like use, you know, bully you around. Kind of reminds me of Eric Bledsoe in that way, but uh, with the Bucks, he's very similar when it comes down to defense. He plays that, plays the same way. Um, but obviously Steph Curry probably will have the quickness advantage in that one. So, and obviously Steph Curry has the height advantage. So, He'll be able to shoot over him. He'll be able to get his shot off and whatnot. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Kyle Lowry continues the uh, the strong play he had in the last round. Last round, um, he really stepped up for the um, Raptors and and was able to you know be that second score that they needed um, to really propel them to win that series. Because um, I. Obviously, we all know that Kawhi can't do it by himself, even though he's done a great job of almost there and there doing it by himself, averaging about over 30 a game in the playoffs. Um, so, I mean, Kyle Lowry has to be a reliable guy for them. He can't, you know, be the old Kyle Lowry that disappeared in games and, and you know, the guy that, you know, wouldn't show up in playoff games. This is, this is his time to shine. Um, his team needs him to be a, a, a secondary scorer for them. So, I mean, I thought the bench did a good job of stepping up in the last round. They're going to have to continue that if they want to beat the Warriors. Um, I wish I could give you, like, a check the score, but uh, I can't do uh, record the show and do check scores simultaneously. Once I get all the equipment to do that, I'll definitely do that in the future. But as of right now, I'm just using the equipment that I have to, to, to use. So... Otherwise, I'll probably give you like, oh, well, the score is such and such for this game, but while I'm recording, but I can't do that. But like I said, that's going to be a key matchup, and I feel like Steph Curry will probably have the upper hand on that matchup. But Kyle Lobby will make it tough on him because he's probably one of the tougher defenders in that that plays at that position. Um, and obviously, Kawhi Leonard, who's going to defend him? That's going to be a key matchup as well. I probably might. It'll probably be a team effort. But I would say Klay Thompson will be on him mostly because I feel like Klay Thompson is probably their best defender overall, quickness-wise, and, and, you know, he can guard multiple positions. And, it's you know, he's strong enough that he can guard 
a guy like Kawhi that's, you know, Kawhi sits at like two six seven two twenty five 225, weighs 225. So Klay Thompson's around that weight. So he 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 won't get pushed around, and that would be probably a good matchup for him overall to be with the matchup with, with Kawhi's quickness. But uh, Draymond Green, I probably you can probably see him on him as well. So they'll probably rotate a couple of guys on him. Draymond Green probably will give them a little bit more toughness because Kawhi Leonard can really he's very strong. That's probably the probably the the strong the strong part of his game is he's like one of the stronger guys in the league overall and has a great body to match that has his uh shizzle his uh shizzle body and he can really like just punish guys in the post and you know has hard drives to the rim so kind of like LeBron but not as strong as LeBron but you know he's pretty damn strong so he uses that to his advantage with all his moves, you know, and his drives to the rim. So we'll, we'll have to see how that all matches up. And then, uh, like I said, how, Dur- you know, Durant is expected to be out. Kevin Durant, as he's expected to be out game one and game two. So that's, you know, you got to watch out for that as well. That's also a factor if he comes back. Um but uh far as uh other injuries go, DeMarcus Cousins will be activated tonight. He will be playing. So that's another thing that the Warriors can can throw at the Raptors. You know, this is unfair. Like they have already a championship team and now you add DeMarcus Cousins to that mix, one of the better post players in the in the game. And then you have Durant that could that's lurch, lurking could be coming back later on in the series. But good news for the Raptors fans. Um, word is um, is that uh, Coach Nick Nurse um, said that uh, OG one uh, of is expected to come back game two. So that's a that's a huge uh, huge news for them t- to get that guy back. I mean, he particularly hasn't had the best season, but I felt like he's been a great defender for them all year long. Um I thought he had a nice playoff run before they got eliminated last year. He showed glimpses that what he could be, you know, as a as a guy that, you know, a good complimentary piece to a team. But, you know, he's been playing the bench all year. Um but he could be valuable when it comes down to, you know, maybe putting somebody on Clay uh maybe Steph Curry, putting a bigger guy on Steph Curry to make things tougher on Steph Curry, or maybe possibly putting him on Durant if Durant comes back. So he could definitely be valuable when it comes down to that. He's a guy that, you know, he he's a pretty good spot-up shooter, you know, very good at hitting corner threes. So they could use all the help they can get. You know, I thought the bench lacked depth at times in the playoffs. I mean, Norman Powell's been a revelation for them. He's been stepping up, but far as that, they really haven't really had a lot of bench production. So to get OG back would be huge for the Raptors, you know, to improve their chances to even have a chance to even, you know, make it competitive in this series. A lot of people think that Warriors will win this in a landslide, but I have I have hope that this series could go a little bit longer than that, and I feel like 
Kawhi Leonard is probably a big part of that. Um, he's by far a top five player in this league. So every time you have a top five player on your team, you have a chance to to do something. And he always has a, he has a pretty good team around him as well. So I'm not counting the Raptors out. I don't care what anybody says. I feel like they can win them maybe a few games in this series. And if they win a few games, they could turn the momentum to their side, especially if they steal a game on the road. If they steal a game on the road, then you got yourself a series. So we'll have to see how that goes. But that's big news for the Raptors to get potentially get OG back. Um, and obviously, like, the the latest rumors, I mean, there's been a ton of rumors going around. Um, I heard that the Raptors, I mean, excuse me, the Rockets, Houston Rockets, Everybody in their roster is available for trade. So they're going to, I mean, including Clint Capella, including James Harden, including Chris Paul. They're trying to do everything they can to shake up their roster because they fell short, you know, again against, you know, you know, they fell again to the Warriors in the playoffs. So they're trying to do everything they can to, to really get, um, get the best collection of guys for next year. So. So they probably would trade their best players. No one's not untouchable now. And we heard a lot of rumors that James Harden can go to go to the Lakers for LeBron James, which I feel like that's kind of a far-fetched rumor. But I've heard of crazy stuff like that. But who knows what could happen in the NBA. Um, I also heard rumors that the Celtics are looking, if they don't get Anthony Davis in a trade, that they're looking at Carr Anthony Towns. From the Minnesota Timberwolves, so that would be probably just a bat, you know, uh, worst comes to worst backup plan if you know everything doesn't fall through with Anthony Davis front. So I don't know what to think of that. It kind of seems it seems realistic because I mean, I would say he's probably the next best thing if you don't have Anthony Davis get to get Car Anthony Towns, but. The things I've seen from him in the playoffs is kind of concerning. He doesn't really have, he doesn't seem really, really competitive. Like sometimes he really, he, um, like he doesn't bring it 100% on defense all the time. So I don't know if he's in a more of a winning, um, winning atmosphere, winning environment that maybe that would change. Because it's obviously the Boston Celtics is much different playing for the Boston Celtics compared to the Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, it's day and night. But some guys just don't really have it in them to be that type of guy that you can rely on. Like, we all seen what happened with Kyrie Irving this year. When it matters most, he kind of dogged it out there. So, I mean, that's what Carthy Towns has done. I've seen, I mean, he's a great player, a double-double, all-star He's still very young, so that's probably the bright spot of getting that. If the Celtics were to consider that, I'd probably think, like, oh, okay, because he's young, maybe we could turn his mentality around. But, then, again, even then, that's a risk. But a lot of these are risks. You just have to just be willing to take a chance to see what you can do. It's better than being taking a risk on a player like that than being, you know, a middling team or, or a mediocre team that, you know, you're in the fourth or fifth seed, you're not really a championship contender. So I can understand why Danny would, would Danny Ainge would, would try to take a chance on him. 
but that's just my opinion. I just don't really see the competitiveness in him at times, and sometimes it, he lacks effort on defense. But still a great player overall, you know, outstanding player. Like, you can't beat a guy that's 25 and 12. Like, he can give you that every night. I mean, that's that's productivity at its finest. So we'll like to see how we'll have to see how those rumors spin out. It's still only a month away until free agency starts. So, you know, we just, we just, uh, June is right around the corner. So we'll have to see with that. But, uh, but yeah, just, we have to see. Again, we have a few other things we have to go through. I'd probably say with the Emmy draft released, a list of withdrawals. There's a few notable names because um, MB has this. Uh, MB has a, a like deadlines for whether you go on with college players or withdraw in the draft. And there's a few names that I noted that were pretty notable names that could definitely shake things. You know, in college for those teams next year. In the next segment, I'll get into that. Plus, um, you know, just a few high school notes. But this is a shorter show today um, just because I, I had to cover the uh, NBA Finals. So I had to watch the end of that. So we'll be right back with the next segment. <laughs> 